It is a new month. It's 3 July. Tomorrow's the 4th. I'm Charlie Garrett, and this is the CG Prophecy Report. Strategic destruction. That and a lot of other things to go over on today's report. Okay, I was just telling the church, and I'll tell those that uh, watch online, uh, we can't make any posts to the Superior Word website right now. Um, So if you've been missing the daily commentaries and stuff, it's because we have a firewall problem. And until they get that fixed at uh, Security, which is the firewall people, we can't make any posts. So I apologize about that, and I don't even know if today's um, uh, sermon is going to pop up on the website. I posted it a week and a half ago or a week ago, whatever, and uh, it's supposed to come up automatically, but I don't even know if that's going to happen. So we'll see, but I apologize about that. Um, Let's see, we got some news from Israel today. From Just the News, court upholds Arkansas law allowing state to reject business that boycotts Israel. The U.S. Court of Appeals for the Eighth Circuit Court upheld an Arkansas law that requires state contractors to pledge they are not boycotting Israel or to give state entities a 20% discount if they don't agree with the pledge. The 2017 law, which applied to contracts more than $1,000, was challenged by the Arkansas Times, which said complying with the law would hurt its advertising revenue from the University of Arkansas Pulaski Technical College. The ACLU represented the newspaper and contended the law placed an unconstitutional condition on the award of government contracts and violated free speech. In a nine to one decision, that tells you how, yeah, really, nine to one decision, the court said the law is prohibiting purely commercial, non-expressive conduct. It does not ban Arkansas Times from publicly criticizing Israel or even protesting the statue itself. It only prohibits economic decisions that discriminate against Israel, the judges said in their ruling. Because those commercial decisions are invisible to observers unless explained, they are not inherently expressive and do not implicate the First Amendment. So there you go with that. One judge, Jane Kelly, probably appointed by Clinton or somebody, dissented. So there you go. From the Jerusalem Post, Palestinians facing LGBTQ discrimination to receive special work visas in Israel. Now imagine that. We've got, yeah, Israel's the persecutor of all the people of the world, and they're responsible for all the problems in the uh, Palestinian uh, side of things, and yet they're allowing these people to come in, and they're giving them special work visas. So obviously the narrative about Israel isn't true, and yet at the same time, I'd like to point out that Israel is showing favoritism to the LGBT community, which is obviously upsetting the Lord and his uh, holiness. So there you go. You kind of got two sides of the same issue. The need for work visas for Palestinians from the LGBT community who were persecuted in the Palestinian Authority territories was discussed by the Committee for Foreign Workers. The hearing took place after the state informed the high court that the permit allows accommodation in Israel for welfare needs. So now if you're a LGBTQ person, you have welfare needs based on claims of intimidation. Now also includes the possibility of working in Israel. 
at the beginning of the discussion. The committee's chairman, M.K. Marana, welcomed the state's decision to grant a sweeping work permit Palestinians who have suffered violence in the PA territories. So there you go with that. From the Times of Israel, Bennett said mulling time out from politics, not running in next election. Good. From the Times of Israel, Bank of Israel predicts economy can keep expanding despite political upheaval. From the Times of Israel, Jewish groups gear up to battle abortion bans after Roe overturned. So you've got the Jewish groups that are all up in arms about Roe being overturned. Once again, Ezekiel 36.22. From the Times of Israel, Yair Lapid takes over as Israel's 14th prime minister. So here we go again all over with uh, Israel needing new elections, got to establish a new Knesset, vote in a new prime minister and all of the same thing. But as I keep saying about these things, it's probably better to not have a government that's in power at the time because then things don't get further botched up. Okay, If a government isn't working, they can't pass laws to make your life more miserable. So I think it's a good thing. Anyway, we got some news concerning Christianity here. And before I give you our first article, Jocelyn, she says, So as of today, I have gone through the Bible studies for the Ephesians, Galatians, Romans, and the two-act sermons, the doctrine sermons, and I'm currently going through Genesis. So she's pursuing everything at the Superior Word. My hat is off to her. That's a lot of information she's already gone through. And uh, I always think when I hear the name Jocelyn, I always think of the movie A Knight's Tale with Heath Ledger. I don't know if you ever saw it. It's a great, great movie. Um, he, it's set in the old times where they use these uh, big long sword spears and they run on horses at each other and knock each other off the horse. Uh, what's it called? Any, jousting. Thank you. Anyway, so they're jousting. But even though it's in the old times, the music is all modern rock. And so when it, it's just a great balance of this. You'll hear David Bowie singing while they're dancing in these old things. Anyway, it's very well done. And the girl's name, he's, trying, he's a knight, and he's trying to find out this beautiful girl's name. And finally, after about half the movie, the girl, her maid, shows up and she says, she wants you to know that her name is Jocelyn. And so I always think of Jocelyn, the knight's tale. It's a great movie. Anyway, um, from LifeSite News. We felt welcomed. Francis personally meets group of transgender individuals in papal audience. Pope Francis met with a group of transgender individuals with one of the group, a man who now lives as a woman, claiming the Pope told him to always be myself. This is supposedly the representative of Christ on earth telling people that are confused that they should just be themselves. At the end of his general audience, Pope Francis met with a group of six transgender people who are accompanied by an LGBT-promoting priest, a nun, and a mother of a transgender boy. One of the group, a 43-year-old man who now lives as a woman, told FanPage, it was exciting. We felt welcomed. Nobile presented himself to Pope Francis as a transgender girl but said that Francis replied he didn't care who I was, that we have one father, as if he wanted to tell me, you are a sister. Nobile also gave the Pope a copy of his autobiography called La Bambina Invisible, which details his transgender thoughts and desires while growing up. Pope Francis reportedly told Nobile, you did well to write your story, bravo. 
Nobile added that Francis told him to always be myself, but not to be wrapped in a prejudice against the church. The 43-year-old has a degree in social services, but currently earns his living as a sex worker. He praised Francis's welcome for the transgender group, saying that the meeting with Pope sent an important message. In the month of pride, I think it is an important message. The best thing about having spoken with Pope Francis is that it was simply a confrontation between people and not about our diversity. Not a word about Jesus. Not a word about sin. Not a word about any of that type of stuff from the guy that supposedly represents the Christians on the planet. Doesn't represent me, I'll tell you that. From Fox News, Christianity promotes gun culture that allows epidemic of mass shootings, claims New York Times essay. I'm reading this because this is what is going to be said about you more and more and more in the days ahead. A New York Times guest essay argued that American gun culture has been made all the more fanatical because of its ties to Christianity. It also claimed that Christianity makes mass shootings more possible. Christianity makes mass shootings more possible. Peter Manso, a religious author, wrote in his piece, but many of our fellow citizens don't just own guns, they believe in them. They believe the stories told about guns' power, their necessity, their righteousness. Manso theorized that this is what has happened at the intersection of American Christianity and the Second Amendment. He opened his opinion piece with the question, is our gun problem a God problem? The author attempted to poke a hole in the narrative offered by many religious Second Amendment supporters that the problem with mass shootings in America is not guns, it's hearts without God. But Monceau asked that if declining religiosity bears some of the blame, then why are so many gun manufacturers and gun rights supporters Christians? Well, I don't see Christians out there blowing people away. Just because we support our rights in this country, doesn't that's a complete red herring. He wrote, Daniel Defense, the Georgia company whose gun enabled, the gun enabled the slaughter at Robb Elementary School, presents his corporate identity in explicitly religious terms. He mentioned how the company often advertises with Bible verses. Its weapons have now been found at the scene of two mass shootings, Uvalde and Las Vegas, that left a combined total of 81 people dead. Well, Chicago does that in the first week of every month, okay? And nobody says a thing about Chicago, godless Chicago and all the deaths that are going on there. He wrote before claiming that there are plenty of other explicitly Christian gun manufacturers. He also added that evangelicals have a higher rate of gun ownership than other religious groups. And I guarantee you that they have a lower rate of using those guns in harm against people. I guarantee that. Across the country, they account for a significant share, not only of the demand, but of the supply. Big deal. We have a Second Amendment right in this country, and we're not doing anything to harm the people with our Second Amendment exercising of our right. Okay? Yeah, yeah, Democrats, they're the best gun salesmen on the whole planet. That's exactly right. From Breitbart, Supreme Court, barring Christian schools from aid program, violates the Constitution. Now, you probably heard about this, this SCOTUS ruling, but I want to read it in case you didn't read the contents of it. This is what they said in their ruling a week ago. In a major win for religious liberty, 
the Supreme Court cited 6-3 against Maine's education program, which excludes tuition assistance for students attending religious schools. The case, Carson versus Makin, is centered around parents who wish to send their children to Christian schools using state aid, only to be banned from the assistance program because the schools teach through a lens of faith. The parents argued that states should not be permitted to withhold an otherwise available education benefit simply because a student would make the private and independent choice to use that benefit to procure an education that includes religious instruction. The U.S. and Pender Macon, commissioner of the Maine Department of Education, contended that the state should not have to subsidize religious instruction. Chief Justice John Roberts wrote the majority opinion, declaring Maine's exclusion of sectarian instruction from its tuition assistance program to be unconstitutional. Roberts held that barring parents from directing state funding to a religious school of their choice violates the free exercise clause of the First Amendment, defined as indirect coercion or penalties on the free exercise of religion, not just outright prohibitions. Maine's non-sectarian requirement for its otherwise generally available tuition assistance payment violates the free exercise clause of the First Amendment. Regardless of how the benefit and restriction are described, the program operates to identify and exclude otherwise eligible schools on the basis of their religious exercise. They're absolutely right about that. They threw the First Amendment in there. You have a right to choose your religion, and if they are giving money to people in a society to pick a school, then you should be allowed to use that for your school choice, okay? Good call on their part. I had somebody say, now you've opened up the can of worms so that we have to fund atheists. And I said, they tweeted me with that when I posted this. I tweeted back and I said, I'd rather have atheists teaching my children than the people that are teaching them in public schools right now. Because these people aren't just atheists. They're morally perverted. They're degraded mentally. If you want an atheist that isn't going to teach your child some crazy thing, that's fine. But the Public schools of the United States of America are currently teaching our children immorality. They're teaching them communism. Okay, some news from the Mideast and Africa today, from the Times of Israel. Turkey said to nab Iranian cell planning attacks on Israelis. This was cool. It was about a week ago, but it was just very neat watching the video. They're driving down the road, and these Turks went in just like SWAT people, and they surrounded these Iranians, and they got them. Turkey has detained several people allegedly working for an Iranian intel cell that planned to assassinate or snatch Israeli tourists in Istanbul. The news of the bus came weeks after Israel ordered its citizens in Istanbul to leave immediately, warning of an imminent Iranian attack plot targeting Israelis in Turkey. Among those who were being targeted for kidnapping were a former Israeli diplomat and his wife. The diplomat's name was not published. Israel's Mossad spy agency chartered a plane to immediately bring the pair and others back to the country. The suspects, who are not all Iranian nationals, were detained in a raid last week in three houses in Istanbul's popular Beyoglu district. Turkey's Hurriyat newspaper reported that Turkish authorities detained five Iranian nationals suspected of involvement in the alleged plot to assassinate Israeli citizens in Istanbul. They got them, got them out of the way. Good stuff. Zero hedge. Iran's oil exports surge in June. 
Iran's crude oil exports are estimated to have jumped an average of 961,000 barrels per day between June 1st and June 19th. According to data from Seaborne Oil Trade Analytics Company, Petrologistics, cited by commodity analyst Giovanni Staunovo. To compare, the average crude oil exports out of Iran stood at 461,000 barrels per day for the entire month of May. Despite the diplomatic impasse over the nuclear deal, Iran has been preparing to rejoin the global oil market. The country has boosted production as well as exports to its main market, China. If a new deal is reached between Iran and the world powers, the flow of Iranian oil abroad could increase by 500,000 barrels per day and 1 million barrels per day, according to analysts. China has been the main outlet for Iranian crude oil exports since the U.S. reimposed sanctions on the Islamic Republic's oil industry in 2018 when President Trump pulled the U.S. out of the so-called Iranian nuclear deal. So Russia's getting a lot of profits. Iran is getting profits. Again, our president keeps shutting down more and more of our domestic oil production. He did something again yesterday on that And so all he is doing is he is funding our enemies and we're going to be buying their oil pretty soon. That's what's going to be happening. Times of Israel. Texas GOP adopts controversial platform prohibiting Palestinian state. Prohibiting the Palestinian state. This is the Texas GOP. The Texas Republican Party approved a platform that supports the prohibition entirely of a Palestinian state and lands that Israel now controls. The platform approved by 5,100 delegates in Houston supports the prohibition of the Palestinian state within the historical borders of Israel as it would jeopardize Israel's security and it would force Israel to give up land that God gave to the Jewish people as referenced in Genesis. This is the GOP of Texas that is coming out with this stand. Good job. In outright suggesting a prohibition on Palestinian state, the platform goes farther than the 2016 national GOP platform, which withdrew Republican support for a two-state outcome to the Israeli-Palestinian outcome, arguing that any solution should be left up to the two parties involved. That platform did not include a biblical reference, but called Israel an exceptional country that shares our most essential values. The Texas platform also supports a prohibition on the movement to boycott, divest, and sanction Israel. Party platforms do not necessarily shape government policy, even when a party controls all branches, as Republicans do in Texas. Still, The platform has been garnering headlines because its positions signal how far right the party has drifted. Among other positions, the platform proposes a referendum on seceding from the United States, rejects Joe Biden's presidency, calls for the repeal of the 1965 Voting Acts right, which guaranteed black voters representation, calls homosexuality an abnormal lifestyle choice and supports the repeal of a law mandating direct voting for U.S. senators, preferring a return to their appointment by a state's legislature. The party banned a gay Republican group, log cabin Republicans, from having an official presence at the convention. I agree with everything they did. Everything. From Fox, French court bans burkinis, doesn't block city allowing topless women in public swim areas. So they've banned burkinis, but you can have 
women with no tops in France now. From Al Jazeera, Finland, Sweden on path to NATO membership as Turkey drops veto. So it, unless something changes, they will become a part of NATO very soon. Okay, now something interesting from Mongolia. From FEBC, FEBC Mongolia is establishing 12 new radio stations across Mongolia thanks to funds from generous donors given a few months ago. After waiting for the frozen tundra to thaw, work has begun this spring and summer to establish several of the stations. Three were recently completed, and already we are hearing local evangelical missionaries talking of how much it's bringing Christians together. Establishing these local gospel stations in unreached areas will push us closer to finishing the task of reaching all of Mongolia. We are immensely grateful for how these broadcasts will allow more people to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. Good stuff. Okay, Daniel prophesied that technology would increase in the end times. We had an article recently on the supercomputer the United States made, which is so fast that it's unbelievable and it blew Japan out of the water, and that China did not enter into that. China has now released its statistics for its newest supercomputer. From Zero Hedge, China just achieved a brain-scale AI computer. Chinese scientists are boasting about a new supercomputer that is so fast, it can run AI at the speed of a human brain. The computer referred to as the newest generation Sunway computer is now on a par with the latest machine built by the U.S. Department of Energy called Frontier. Earlier this month, which we highlighted, Frontier has been named the world's most powerful computer. The Chinese scientists named their AI model Bagu Alu, which means alchemist's pot. It was trained by the Sunway machine to have 174 trillion parameters on a par with that of a human brain for the first time. The Sunway has a speed of a billion billion operations per second, expressed as 5.3 floating point operations per second, which is an exaflop, and more than 37 million CPU cores. This is four times as many as the Frontier machine. It also has nine petabytes of memory, which is enough to hold two million different DVD quality movies. The communication between brain nodes is so quick, it rivals a human changing his or her mind. Potential uses for the AI could be in facial recognition and autonomous driving. It could also be used for life sciences, chemistry, and language processing. The article left out eventual machine-run world domination for some reason. Okay, it's a dangerous world, including the inevitable plagues the book of Revelation prophesies of. Let's see what's going on there. From Axios, A.G. Garland states can't ban FDA-approved abortion pills on safety grounds. FDA-approved pills. States cannot ban them. What have they been doing with ivermectin for the past year and a half? It's FDA-approved, which means that nobody can ban it, and yet that's exactly what they're doing. But now they're saying you can't do that with abortion pills. From Brownstone Institute. The FDA's future framework for COVID vaccines is a reckless plan. Pfizer and Moderna have a problem. Their mRNA COVID-19 shots do not stop infection. 
transmission, hospitalization, nor death from the SARS-CoV-2 virus. That's all been proven. Over half a billion doses have been injected into Americans in the past 17 months, and these shots have made no discernible impact on the course of the pandemic. Far more Americans have died of coronavirus since the introduction of the shots than before they were introduced. This is all true. Pfizer and Moderna are making about $50 billion a year on these shots, and they want that to continue. So they need to reformulate, maybe target a new variant, maybe change some of the ingredients. Who knows? These shots have disappointed, so it's not clear what it will take to get them to work. This is a problem because reformulated shots mean new clinical trials and new regulatory review by the FDA. There's a decent chance that any reformulated shot might fail a new clinical trial. And the public is deeply skeptical of these shots already. So the scrutiny would be intense. So Pfizer and Moderna have figured out a way to use regulatory capture to get their reformulated COVID-19 shots approved without further clinical trials. To summarize, the FDA's Vaccines and Related Biological Products Advisory Committee will meet to vote on a future framework for evaluating so-called next-generation COVID-19 shots. The future framework, and they did that this week, and I have not seen an article to tell if it uh, was approved or not. The future framework is a plan to rig the COVID-19 vaccine regulatory process in perpetuity. The future framework would take the flu strain selection process that they select for flu strain every year. They'll take that process and it fails every single year. We know that and apply it to future reformulated COVID-19 shots. Federal bureaucrats, many of whom have financial conflicts of interest, would choose the SARS-CoV-2 variants to include in a yearly or twice yearly COVID-19 shot. In the process, all future COVID-19 shots would be deemed automatically safe and effective without further clinical trials. The future framework is reckless. It shows that the FDA has abandoned science and its statutory duty to protect the public. If you don't understand what I just read you, they're saying that this is how we have flu shots. We've got eight different variants of flus this year, and we're going to guess that that is going to be the predominant one. And they whip together their flu shot and they pump it into people. And like 87% of the time, it doesn't match the flu strain that they thought it would. And this is what they want to do with SARS COVID-19 shots now is just say, we've got a strain. We're going to just formulate something. We're just going to use it and use the same process that they've been using for the flu shots that don't work. From CBS, seven deaths in Florida amid one of the worst outbreaks of meningococcal disease among gay and bisexual men in U.S. history. Sounds like Romans 1 to me, folks. Morality is declining. Here's some news on that. From the Washington Free Beacon, no girls allowed. Biden Education Department proposes radical Title IX changes. The Biden Education Department proposed changes to the Title IX that would allow students to participate in school events based on their gender identity, regardless of biological sex. The proposed changes will effectively abolish sex separate activities and spaces, including bathrooms and locker rooms. No distinction at all in our schools if they get this and they pass it. And guess what? I guarantee you they're going to. 
The department withheld a likely more controversial proposal that would allow transgender athletes to participate in women's sports, saying it will provide the rule at a later date. Why? Because polls have found a majority of Americans oppose transgender athletes' participation in women's sports. So they're just going to hold off and shove it in our faces before they're elected out of office. Okay, a shift from biological sex to gender identity means that girls and women will be forced to accept the presence of biological males in what have always been single sex spaces. The regulations also deliver on President Joe Biden's campaign promise to bring about a quick end to the Trump administration's Title IX ruling. The Trump era regulations preserved due process protections for students accused of sexual misconduct, which Education Department has now reversed. The Biden era proposal strips students of such protections and reverts back to an inquisitorial model, according to Sanzi, in which the Title IX coordinator gets to be the sole investigator as well as the judge and jury. That's it. That's what they want for your children in the public schools of the United States of America. From GB News, man, and now you talk about somebody that was not thinking life through clearly. Man, this isn't a kid like they've been abusing children with this. This is a man. Man says he had sex organs removed on NHS, then regretted it the same day. The man who tweets under the name Tulip R said he cannot believe they were allowed to do this to me following the procedure. He volunteered for it, and he says he can't, he can't be, believe it. He added that he was not warned of the outcome of the surgery. After holding off on the surgery for two years, he finally agreed to having it done. He explained, eventually I found myself on the operating table. Immediately on waking up from surgery, I knew I had made the biggest mistake of my life. That guy does not think his life through two seconds in advance. From the Washington Free Beacon, Rhode Island Democrats, no surprise here, are split over a bill that criminalizes sex between teachers and children. They can't decide if they should allow that or not. Democrats. Okay, some other news from around the world. We were able to get all of the materials. This is Silas in Kenya. They got the um, concrete in. They got the bricks up. He says, we were able to get all of the materials, metals, bricks, cements, which will complete the rooms, plastering, also floor plastering. Also, we have cleared with the engineer concerning the labor. The last thing, I, I don't know if it's the last thing. They go step by step. Right now, they are in need of $4,681 to complete the roof. So if they can do that, they'll have a roof on the schoolhouse. I want to thank the people that uh, gave to help build that uh, schoolhouse over there. And now they need more for the roof. Okay, so if you can help out, let me know. Uh, from Bloomberg, metals haven't crashed this hard since the Great Recession. Now I know about this because I pick up scrap metal all the time and I take it down and I uh, take it to the place. I did it yesterday. Boy, was that a... I never should have done that yesterday because there was a line all the way down to Jimboree. But um, yeah, you're not getting a lot for metals all of a sudden when you were getting lots about a month and a half ago. That tells you that the economy is going to tank. Here's what it says. Industrial metals are on track for the worst quarter since the 2008 financial crisis as prices are pummeled by recession worries. Copper, 
the great economic bellwether has ricocheted into a bear market from a record four months ago. I used to take down a bucket of copper. You know, I take in a bucket about this much and I get $455 for it. Now I take in an entire truck full and I get $3 for it. Okay, I'm lying, but it is, it is tanked. It is completely tanked. Okay, um, it is ricocheted into a bear market from a record four months ago, while tin just tumbled 21% in its worst week since a 1980s crisis froze London trading for four years. For a metal like copper, its use is in everything from heavy industry machinery to advanced electronics, means the market is tightly linked to economic shifts and the retreat marks a signal from commodity markets that efforts to get prices back under control are having some early successes. Even so, the magnitude of the accelerating sell-off in copper and other industrial metals suggests that investors are betting on much steeper declines in demand in the coming weeks. Copper, they use it for building houses, they use it in cars, they use it everything. Could be a problem. From Just the News, West Point graduates sign letter challenging leadership of military academy. Several retired U.S. military officers signed a letter written by concerned graduates of West Point and the Long Gray Line, which objects to mandatory vaccinations, CRT instruction, progressivism, and other woke sentiments in the military academy. We wanted to challenge the leadership of the academy and the Department of Defense on their woke actions, CRT, diversity training, and other discrepancies in the academy. We found it pervasive at the Naval and Air Force academies, so we knew it was directed from the highest levels of our military leadership. We all want the military to get back on track to training and leading our armed forces to secure America and its citizens. That is not what Biden wants for our military. He wants our military as ineffective as possible so that when they come to take over this country, they can just come and take over this country. The letter titled Declaration of Betrayal of West Point and the Long Gray Line requests from the Academy information in a number of areas, including a justification for the mandatory COVID-19 vaccination of cadets and an explanation for reaching so-called critical race theory at West Point. In addition to other information, the letter also demands to know why some civilian faculty members have been permitted to become involved with political activism, violating the long-standing policy of the Academy and Army regulations. And it questions the institution's exclusive reliance upon radical progressive guest speakers to address the Corps of Cadets. This practice results in prejudiced political activism on the part of the staff and faculty in violation of Army regulation. The signees, who include a number of military officers, say they have witnessed and been informed of a modern rejection of the principles of the military academy that could ultimately endanger the institution's core and original mission to educate, train, and inspire the Corps of Cadets so that each graduate is a commissioned leader of character committed to the values of duty, honor, country, and prepared for a career or professional excellence and service to the nation as an officer in the United States Army. They're throwing it all out the window. Breitbart, priorities. U.S. Navy to war game impact of climate change on future conflicts. They want climate change 
to tell us whether we should be in the conflict and how to conduct ourselves in that conflict. Breitbart, Goldman Sachs, J.P. Morgan Chase, Bank of America, and Citigroup rush to fund abortion travel. Yeah, they, your bank, if one of those banks, I'll read it again, Goldman Sachs, J.P. Morgan Chase, and Bank of America, and Citigroup. If you have one of those banks, they're going to take your money and they're going to pay for people to have abortions in places where they can have abortions if they can't where they are. KCRA, 23 million Californians to get inflation relief payments after budget deal struck state leaders say. The framework includes giving taxpayers direct payments of $1,050. That is wealth distribution, and that is going to end very badly. Mark my words on it. Zero hedge. Biden drains U.S. strategic oil reserve to the lowest since 1986. UAE warns not to expect any help from OPEC. There is a 25-day reserve left when Donald Trump had it all the way up before he left office. 25 days. That's all we can wage war right now if we're attacked or if anything else happens. He's draining our national resources. He's doing it for 18 cents a gallon. 18 cents a gallon, yeah. Yeah. Fox News. Burmese python weighing over 200 pounds, caught in Naples, Florida. This is a next level snake. That's a big python. They come into Florida, they have no natural predators, and they just eat everything. They could eat Sergio if they wanted to. Okay, from the Farm Bureau. Here we go. This is your cookout tomorrow, okay? Cost of July 4th cookout will be 17% higher compared to a year ago. Do you remember last year, Biden said hot dogs are 10 cents cheaper this year. (laughs) Now your entire meal is going to be 17% higher. Who said it? And unless you're on Twitter, you are not going to get this. But I'm going to read it to you anyway. The way you know that those on the left are wrong is because they just aren't right. (laughs) Who said it? Everybody. Charlie Garrett. (laughs) Okay. Okay, yeah, that was my high school picture. Okay, I got a less work here for you. Now Mongolia is using airways to soon help men go free, though once slaves. It's because there's good news that their sin they will lose, and the dead will go free from their graves. Good job. Okay, I got two ironies here for you, and we'll be done. First one. Now these are people that did not think they're illegal activities through very well, okay? (laughs) Florida Man 51 is arrested after he unwittingly gave cops surveillance footage that showed him dragging the body of a woman through his home before dumping her in a ditch. He said, oh yeah, you can see my surveillance photos when they showed what he did. And then this guy, Mail Online, drug dealer, is caught selling meth at his Carl's Jr. drive through job after he accidentally slipped a bag of drugs in the wrong customer's food order. Oops. Such is the world in which we live. And so from Sarasota, Florida to Ulaanbaatar, Mongolia, I'm Charlie Garrett, and that is your CG Prophecy Report for the week.